Hi, my name is, uh, I guess I want it bleeped, uh, wait, this is bad, I'm hanging up, never mind. From Love and Radio, you're listening to The Secrets Hotline at 929Secrets. I'm Nick Vanderkolk. Hi, Secrets Hotline. <laughs> I work with like really cool field of work, right? Everyone I work with is really cool. Same with my friends, all really cool people. I love going on nights out with them, but Saturday night is so crucial for me to not go out because I'm on a D&D campaign. I fucking love it. It's the best time of my week. I feel embarrassed and I don't know why. I feel like people judge me. Like I have told friends before and they've been fine with it, but then you get like the jokes, like, oh, you know, maybe I'd rather spend a Saturday night in playing fucking Dungeons and Dragons. But like, I feel like everyone could love it because it's just so fucking fun. It's the best time. It's literally what I look forward to. Anyway, it's such a stupid secret, but yeah. Thank you. My secret is that my boyfriend and I have the most romantic, wonderful, kind of perfect relationship. It was basically true love since day one. We've been dating three years. We have a great sex life, but lately, because of a few reasons, we haven't been able to have sex for a few weeks. And right now I'm sick and I'm just at home and he's at work and I can't have sex with him because I'm sick and I just get bored at home and have been masturbating for like a lot (laughs) and watching like very dirty porn and I feel like I just can't tell him that it'd be very upsetting for him we have this very wholesome relationship and I just feel really guilty that I'm watching this for many reasons. I think porn is an awful thing, but I don't know why. Today's the second day that I've watched it and masturbated and secretly charged my vibrator. I have sex like pretty often with several people, but my secret is I really prefer getting high and jerking off to internet porn. Hey there, it's Nick. I want to know what you're afraid of. Call the hotline and tell me. You can leave a message at secretshotline.org or 929 Secrets. Okay, back to the show. Hi, um, my name is... Never thought I'd call in with a secret, but I have one. My wife has fallen out of love with me. And... We've talked about it, so I guess it's not that big of a secret. We've only been married for like five months, but we've been together for like 10 years. I guess the bigger part of the secret is that a couple years ago, we were kind of on the verge of making a bunch of big life moves. And I talked to her about this feeling that I had that she had uh, moved away from me 
emotionally and didn't, didn't like me anymore. <laughs> and I was like, you know, things need to change. Like, we're, we're, we're both going to work on this. And she did quickly turn things around. And I remember talking to friends about it at the time. And over the next couple of years, we bought a house, we got a dog, we got married through the encouragement of friends and family who all, you know, love her very much. I went along with it thinking if I did these things and we both just kept working on it, things would get better. We'd fall back in love with each other through this work. But here we are today and she doesn't love me anymore you know she loves me like a like a brother or a pet or something but she's very distant physically and emotionally the real secret here is that i wish that a few years ago when i had that conversation and when i was talking to friends i wish that people in my life would have just told me to end it and i wish that i had ended it then and spared myself this emotional torture because now we're so deeply entangled. I don't know how to get out of it anymore. I don't know what to do. I've still been in love with her very deeply and like really fighting for it, but I'm so exhausted. I'm losing strength to fight for the relationship, especially when I feel like she's not gonna change that's my secret, and I wonder if anybody has been in a similar situation. I'll keep listening if anybody has anything to say. Okay. Uh, bye. Have you ever wanted to call the Secrets Hotline but thought to yourself, what if someone recognizes my voice? Now, with the latest in AI vocal modification technology, you can put those fears to rest. Simply leave a voice note at secretshotline.org and request a voice change to take advantage of our new voice alteration service. That's secretshotline.org. Hey, Nick. Hey, secret keepers. I'm a guy in my 40s, and I love big women, fat women. I hope that's not an offensive term. Some people accept it. Some people own it. Some people don't. I myself am an average-sized, fairly athletic man, but I've always preferred big women, and that is not a secret. That's something I'm open about. I married a woman who is a woman of size. It's just beautiful, and I love that. I think everybody's beautiful, all sizes, all shapes. I just have a preference, and I really hope that anybody out there who's big and you know, maybe feels ashamed or sad about it, I hope you can find that person in yourself that accepts and loves that and sees the beauty in it and also that you can find somebody else who is going to appreciate that about you. This is where the secret comes in. I enjoy pretty much nothing more in life than having the biggest ass possible set right on my face. I'm not a submissive type in general, not really into being a sub. It's not that kind of thing exactly. It's just that one act for me, it takes me out of myself in a way that pretty much nothing else does. I have some depression, I have some anxiety, and while there's joy in my life, plenty of things that I, I can look to and I can think of and I can appreciate, 
when I have a huge round ass spread and set on my face for an extended period of time, it takes me out of all those worries, of all those anxieties, and I just am overwhelmed with pleasure and peace. It's not something that my wife terribly enjoys, and while on occasion she'll do it, it's, it's not something I ask for because I'm not trying to be a pest. It's not something I'm trying to have somebody do for me that, you know, they're not enjoying it because if the pleasure is not mutual, it just isn't there. So this is something I only get to experience on very rare occasions. As shallow as it may sound, I feel that if I could experience this on a daily basis or when I needed to, it would improve my quality of life. I feel like if I could find that elsewhere, if I could find somebody who just would do that for me, that would be a great thing in my life. But it's not something I'm going to do. It's not something I'm going to approach. It's something I think about every single day, you know, where I am. And it's a place where you go out and every day you are going to see a lot of nice big old donkeys walking around. And while I'm discreet and I'm not leery at women, I always see it. And whether so consciously or consciously, that thought enters into my mind and it's just a mixture of titillation and disappointment on a daily basis. I hope everybody enjoyed this. I hope everybody's well. And I hope everybody, you know, calling in finds ways to uh, be at peace with their secrets or release them in a way that will at least take a burden off of them. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, everybody. SecretsHotline.org Hi. I am a first-time caller, a long-time listener. I am wishing that I was calling in better spirit, but... I just paused the most recent episode about climate change. And I'm calling you enraged, Nick and friends. I'm so mad right now that my heartbeat is thumping out of my chest. I'm so mad that my voice feels shaky. I'm black. I'm African-American. I'm the descendant of slaves and enslaved people. I live in California, which is a terrifying place for natural disasters. And honestly, I feel so incredibly angry at all of these white folks calling and sobbing about the end of the world. I feel so incredibly angry because it's these exact people, right? It's these people's descendants who've gotten us here to this point. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm so mad. And I also feel so incredibly angry because my entire life as a black person, my entire existence, every single day, I am constantly thinking about what is going to kill me next, right? I'm constantly in this state of survival. I'm constantly in this state of trying to advocate for myself and my future and the futures of people that I love, the futures of my family and my friends, the future of my livelihood, because at every single turn, there is something that is potentially the end of my world. And what's frustrating is I come from a people who have quite literally, it's in our genetics. This trauma is quite literally in our genetics. And within that, we have figured out how to continue to live in spite of it. Within that, we've done the work to do our best to change laws, to shift things, to, to create rights, to, 
to advocate for ourselves, right? To take responsibility for the things that we can and then keep moving, keep moving. Like, I'm really sick of all these white people just giving up, like, no shade, but all shade. It's your fault. It's your granddaddy's fault. And you're benefiting. You're literally benefiting from from the, the state that we're in right now. So this is this is me saying, I, I can't even articulate what I'm saying right now. I'm so angry. I'm, I'm shaking. Uh, this is me saying, like, get off your pasty white behind. Call your fucking senators. Like, call your daddy with his oil farm in, in Texas. Like, get do something. Do something. Because every single day, I have had to do something. And every single day, I do something. And every single day, I, I'm choosing to live in a world that does not want me to be alive. In a world that was not built for me to thrive. I'm thriving. If I can do it, you can do it too, baby boy. You can do it. You can do it. Your hopelessness is a cop-out. So choose to do something because y'all made this. Black and brown indigenous people for centuries, for centuries, have been trying to teach y'all how to live, have been trying to teach y'all how to make this planet not implode on itself. But look where we are now. So with all disrespect, my white friends in the community, my secret hotline friends that I love and I've been listening to for years, do better. Do better, baby do better. That's it for the Secrets Hotline, for now. Of course, you can leave your own secret or response at secretshotline.org by calling 929-SECRETS or recording something yourself and emailing it to contact at secretshotline.org. Right now, I especially want to know what are you afraid of? As always, if you change your mind for whatever reason, just call back within 24 hours. I'll make sure your call doesn't go into the podcast. And if you can, find a quiet place to record and don't use a speakerphone or hands-free device. The quality of the call is much better when you don't. This episode featured the music of Las Hermanas, Pulse Mandala and Distant Fires Burning, and DJ Plus One. Our end theme is by Stephen Jackson. Check the show notes for the full playlist. The Secrets Hotline is a labor of love and radio and made possible thanks to our subscribers. If you want to join the group of fine, beautiful people who make this show possible, go to loveandradio.org member to support us on Patreon. Or if you use Apple Podcasts, just subscribe right in the app. You'll be supporting the show you love and get access to special ad-free extended episodes. If you like the show, please leave a rating or review in your favorite podcast app. I'm Nicholas Sardine, Punch Punch Vanderkolk. Thank you for listening. <laughs>